could be an hour, could be three, but relax, she's doing great. So, uh, tell me, are you currently involved with anyone? No. No, not at, at the moment. No, I'm not, no. <laughs> are, are you in... No, no, it's hard enough to get women to go out with me. <laughs> right, yeah, I've heard that about cute doctors. Mm. I try not to let work uh, affect my personal life, but it's hard when, when you do what I do. It's like a... <laughs> Well, for instance, what do you do? I'm a waitress. Okay, all right. Well, aren't there times when you come home at the end of the day and you're just like, if I see one more cup of coffee... <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to check up on you. Okay, that's How you doing? And welcome to the podcast that'll be there for you, like we've been there before. It's Friends of the Podcast, a best film ever Friends retrospective. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. Were you staring at me like, is he going to remember this? I was staring at you like I couldn't remember it, but yeah. I didn't know if you could remember it. I got it, it in so pieces. I, I, had, I don't know how smooth it sounded, but I got it in pieces. I had nothing to save you. There we go. <laughs> nothing new there. I was going to say, this is not a surprise, but I had nothing. No, so we're here today to talk about uh, season one. Episode 23, the one with the birth. The birth. I got a bit of a sore throat today, so. And I'm still a bit snorting. There might be a bit of coughing. I hope not. I'll try and mute and all that stuff. But such is, it's, the seasons are changing. And when the seasons are changing, people get sick. Ooh, that's bad, Georgia. Maybe we can turn the... uh, Sorry, I always always do. That's the first time I've done that. My phone's almost never on sound. No, neither's mine. No. Because I work in a school. Yeah. Yeah, so there we go. So, um, that would be about that. So, we are here today to do, as we said previously, the one with the birth, the penultimate episode of season one. We're almost through season one mm-hmm. as we make our way through the greatest hits of the uh, Friends series. So, we'll be one-tenth, well, I'd say one-tenth done, but I think as we go along, it's less episodes per season, um, especially for the latter seasons, especially. It gets, right. it gets less. But... We're marching on our way. It'll be a multi-year journey. Who knows? Uh, we have to do this remotely for wherever you end up. <laughs> You've got big sort of plans to travel and study abroad and all sorts of stuff. Hopefully. So we'll have to do a, a, a remote call to do this. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it's all right. I'll take my new headphones with me. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll mention on, on the on the big pod or, yeah, um, shortly, but uh, maybe your next episode. But we've been able to upgrade once again. Some equipment. Yeah. Thanks to the support of our Patreon backers. And uh really believe what we say. Like, you know, everything that we get for the for, for the Patreon goes back into the pod. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's only right. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, so we've been able to upgrade. Uh, we got Liam a new microphone. Yeah. We got Liam a new microphone arm. Uh, and now we've managed to get you some headphones. And very shortly, you've got a microphone, but we need an adapter so the microphone will plug into the road Procaster. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's arriving on Sunday. Ironically, you won't be here for it. No. No. But sorry. Uh, two weeks from now, when we do, uh, or I guess the time this drops, nine days till we record, eleven days till we release. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have the one after the Phantom Menace. You will be back. Yes. 
and you will have sounds like a friend's name the one after the phantom <laughs> could have been uh starting that time um and that'll be good so there's that uh let's go ahead and we'll just start with tease here we have uh wrapped an interview with uh i think a fairly big name i think so so we're just going to drop that and it is specific to specific to this yes. side project that's all we'll say so looking forward to uh to dropping that in due course yeah, I'm in due about. course, and there's another interview lined up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, really quite, quite, quite happy. We've been it's been a while since we had someone on the, on the show, and we've uh, managed to line up, do one, and line one up. So I'm, yeah. I'm 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 really quite happy about that. So look for that uh, probably in the next month to six weeks. That'll drop with our release schedule. Maybe between now and two now and two months from now. Yeah, something big's coming on the pipe. Woohoo! Yeah, woohoo. So, uh, we are jumping. Last time we were like March 5th, 1995. Now we're all the way to May 11th, 1995. Oh, okay. uh, we have jumped about four or five episodes. Right. And at one point, they went a whole month without a new episode. So, American TV schedule, right? Yeah. So, uh, what's going on in the world? We're in May 11th, 1995. The Sega Saturn was released in America. The I've Saturn, heard of that one. The Saturn is the 64 bit. 32-bit? I don't know. It's it's what came after the Mega Drive slash Genesis. Okay. See, I've heard of both of those. I've just never heard of the Saturn. Uh, it was after... Was Dreamcast 64-bit? Dreamcast might have been 64-bit. I don't know. It was before the Dreamcast and after the Mega Drive, if memory serves. Okay. Um, I only played it... I, 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 didn't even, I didn't even have a friend who had it. Like, it was just the kind of thing... I only played it at, like, uh, in shops... So you go to like a big convenience yeah, store yeah. and, and they have like one. a little yeah. thing set up and you'd play it. They're only there. So yeah. So it was, weren't as popular as the other ones. Then, no, or? no, no, no. They missed the boat on that. Uh, and then probably me- why I've never heard of it. And then in music, we have four different songs for the four different countries. Oh. So I'll let you decide. A, if you know any of these songs. Mm-hmm. And you'll have to do with my renditions of them. Oh, no. The first one, the American number one song, mm-hmm. it went, um, it was by a guy called Montel Jordan. And it went, this is how we do it. Bump, 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 bump. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. It's Friday night. Okay, very good. So you know that's still played in like clubs and stuff. Okay, there you go. I had a friend and this was like her whole personality in like 1999. And she had this one dance move where she just put her like fist up beside her head and just and just sort of like, it was like a reverse punch. Like she moved her fist like further away from her head and that was all she had. Yeah, that was it. I bet she's still, it's still her song. The UK number one song, I've never heard of this before, so I can't even sing it. Oh, okay. By an artist called Live and Joy, mm. called Dreamer. Mm. No clue. Don't know. The Canadian number one song, ironically by an English artist, oh. Elton John. Yep. Believe. I was like, I believe in love. It's all we got. I don't think I know that one. The chorus was like, I, I believe in love. It was like this big brooding. Nah. It was the lead single for his Made in England album where he decided to strip all the Elton flair away. And it was just him in like a black turtleneck okay. and simple glasses yeah. and like obviously dyed with yeah, ginger yeah. hair. And uh, he was quite slim still at the time. And... uh he kind of just stripped it all away and went, because uh, so, yeah. you got to take it off before you can put it back on. Yeah. Right? The old kiss thing. So it was a decent enough, uh, I liked it. It was one of my first albums. I actually, one of the first CDs I ever bought because uh, I was an Elton John fan, which was not cool. Um, it was interesting. I was I was an Elton John fan before 
it was cool to be the princess diana uh it's post lion king Mm -hmm. but pre-princess diana death right so he hasn't quite hit all-time icon status yet okay no Uh, australian number one song Mm. another uk artist my opinion is that this is the best thing they ever did i know it's not yours oh whatever uh, i'll change the key there whatever you do whatever you say i didn't mean it i just want you back for just listen to the lyrics whatever i did whatever i said i didn't mean it i just want you back you know what this is saying this is red flags all over the fucking place (laughs) he does not know what he did or said to make you upset he doesn't even really want to apologize for it he just wants you back and for for you to forgive him red flag don't do it not okay he wants you back for good though yeah, that's creepy in itself. For good. This time you're not getting away. He got his away. four buddies to come and harmonize with him. I mean, that's got to be a good sign. Mm. So let's... T- oh, never, the- never never, trust a barbershop. And the number one movie, <laughs> the number one movie was uh, French Kiss, which oh. is a, a lovely a lovely romantic comedy between uh, Meg Ryan from Joe vs. the Volcano mm-hmm. and Kevin Klein from Fish Called Wanda. Mm-hmm. And uh, for he, he plays it like a Frenchman. His accent is dreadful, but it's cute. He's he's kind of like the, the the bad boy, and she's just like an innocent tourist who they kind of take advantage of in like the scam to like help move like stolen jewels. Sounds incredibly romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I I, I can't you, you gotta, I can't do it. I, just, I have just, no, I have just, nothing. Just go into like. Usually, I like Kevin Klein, but you I don't know, know who Kevin Klein is. I said he's he's the guy yeah, from, but I don't know who he is other he, than that. He's Otto. I can't remember. I saw that like once six years ago. Kevin Klein. What else has he been in? I don't remember off the top of my head. That's a shame. Kevin Klein's great. I, I'm really sorry. Things. I don't have the ability to jump. No, Liam can do it. I know. I can't. And Liam's got very. I, I straight up cannot do you it. Panic. I just can't. It, right. it scares me. Uh, let's talk about what we've skipped. Uh, we've skipped in the Friends universe. Mindy and Barry get engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel loses Marcel. Yep. And Ross freaks out, like he does whenever someone does something wrong to him, especially the women he's interested in. Yep. Rachel and Barry start hooking back up. Yep. So now Rachel's the other woman. Yep. Mindy confesses, without knowing this, that when Rachel and Barry were engaged, that she slept with Barry. Yep. So Rachel confesses back. They both make a pact. They won't be with Barry, and then Mindy goes back. Yep. Because he wants her back for good, because he's a doctor. Yeah. So this is the first Rachel's not shallow. Look how far she's come. Someone else is. Yeah. Because Mindy is what Rachel was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's the one with the fake Monica, which is like the worst <laughs> maybe season one episode there is. I don't think I know that one. It's like a case of identity theft. Oh. And then Monica goes to like um, challenge this woman, but then gets inspired by her because she lives life for the moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's dreadful. That, yeah. It's dreadful. Um, Rachel has erotic dreams about the other boys. Don't remember that. Uh, except for Ross. Not Ross. Ross gets jealous. Uh, Monica sleeps with a high schooler. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Phoebe works for Chandler and um, as a secretary in his office and has to reveal to him that since he's been promoted, nobody in the company likes him. Oh. And this is the really the birth of a could I be anymore? Like that whole like right, yeah, yeah. being aware of Matthew Perry's natural cadence and chance. So therefore working at the Chandler's kind of character. Yeah, I saw something, a review for this episode that we're doing now that said it was like not only the birth of Ben, but the birth of Chandler as a character. Like they were quoting this episode as how he comes oh, really? as his. Yeah. Okay. Character. It's a, it's a, it's, well, we'll get to it in a minute. Yeah. 
Um, so let's start with the episode, The Deep Dive. Could we be any more excited? Story by David Crane and Marta Kaufman. Yeah. So the creators. Screenplay by Jeff Greenstein and Jeff Strauss, who've done a few episodes already. Mm-hmm. Directed, James Burroughs. James Burroughs. Love me a James Burroughs episode, usually. So let's take a look. The cold open, we're at the hospital. I'm guessing it must be the, how the coda for the previous episode finishes. Probably, Because yeah. you want to build a week's yeah, anticipation. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are in the world's smallest waiting room. Yes, yeah, tiny. It's never accurate on TV shows. No. Um, Joey um, says he was, if it was him, he wouldn't be going into the waiting room. He'd be giving out cigars, <laughs> to which point Chandler says it's right. Joey wants to be in a movie from the 1950s. <laughs> um, Rachel then tries to joke because uh, Susan and Carol haven't made it yet. Yep. And they draw us word that they'll have uh, the baby in the taxi cab. And Rachel goes, oh, it's probably 250 for the first contraction, 150 for each additional contraction. And there's a bit of, I don't know if it's sexism. If, if you want to be critical, you could say it's, it's, it's misogynistically saying that only men can be funny. Mm. Or you could go, Chandler is a funny guy, and it's a celebration of Chandler and not men are funny, women aren't funny. Yeah, no, I... Th- I- it just seemed weird that they didn't let this be a joke, though, like because it it wasn't not funny. You know what? It was a pretty good joke, actually. Yeah, like yeah. two dollars and then fifty cents afterwards. That's quite funny. And and they're like, you've got to. Chandler uh, goes, you got to pick your moments. And Phoebe's brought a guitar, and this is going to be Phoebe's identity for a large part. Like, they don't Phoebe gets one good speech, while, and yeah. they don't know what to do with her until this point. So yeah. They just, oh, it's not a good Phoebe episode. Oh. Because I think a lot of Phoebe's good energy goes to a different character, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it turns out Karen Richard show up. They stopped at the gift shop. Ross thinks this is completely unreasonable. <laughs> you don't stop for Chunkies. Which, which is a Chunkie. Chandler says he had a bumper sticker that said that. Yeah, you would not make that joke today. No. No. Um, a chunky it looks like, is a chocolate bar. Yeah, it looked like a, one of those like moon pie type things. But yeah, I, didn't know uh, I'm, I don't know if it's a real thing or not. I'm oh, okay. assuming it is. Should we Google it? I uh, want to know. Well, you can. Well, it was a, it was a royal way. We go to the credits, and there's some new scenes in the opening again. Not entirely yeah. new scenes. So Chandler's little isolated moments for him were um, were the same, but other but he's got some great ones in that one. But uh, most of the other uh, clips from the show have changed up. Um. I'm trying to figure out how many times have they been at the hospital in season one? Quite a few. We didn't see the one where Ross gets hit in the nose with, with, with a hockey puck. No. There's the one where Marcel swallows the tile. Yeah. There's the one. It's it's two parts of the same episode, but still. There's the one where um, Rachel does her ankle in. Yep. Uh, oh, is that all the same episode? She falls. Yes, it's the same episode. So it's it's two episodes. We have the birth is three. I think I might still be missing one. I'm going to think about it. Potentially, but three times is it? Is it too much? Is that too many times to go to the hospital in one season? I don't know. It's a long season. It's a long season, and maybe it's because we've been. Well, to be fair, as we've been going through, we do once every two weeks. But on the flip side, yeah, we probably go a little bit faster than 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 the cat. Yeah, for sure we are. It's not going to take us ten years to get through. A uh, chunky was a chocolate bar that contained Brazil nuts, cashews, raisins, and chocolate, and came in an almost square shape like that. So it was like a yep. cube of chocolate. Yep. Uh, I guess it looked like it was the shape of the, the, the package they held up, so that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's, I've seen the Raisins and chocolate well. is not my go-to. No, money. I'll have it, but it's not something that I'm ever going to buy of my own volition. I think they are still made, to be fair. There we are. 
Um, then we go to the hospital and we meet. I've got him called as the new guy because this guy uh, had a uh, TV show on. This is another crossover. So he had a show. I believe it was called The New Guy. Right. I want to call it. Um, he was on NBC's, like, I think it was Thursday Night Lineup. I could be wrong on this. I think it lasted for a couple seasons. Uh, TV show. Uh, nope. Oh, maybe it wasn't The New Guy. What was it called? Oh, drat. Who is who are we talking about? This is the doctor. The doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did have some stuff about him a second ago. Doctor Rose Blound or something like that. Uh, doctor, the one with the birth. He's in Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, excellent. Uh, let's take a look here at the uh, other people here. Uh, Jonathan Silverman. I should have known it was Jonathan yeah. Silverman. I did know his name at one point. Uh, for years and years, I knew his name, Sean Silverman. He was in best known for not Weekend at Bernie's. He had a TV show. What was it called? I want to think it was called The New Guy. Apologies out there. I really got to figure this out. I'm just 100% in on this now. He's worked really, really. The single guy. The single guy, it was called. Uh, uh, he had it. We played Jonathan Elliott, and it was uh, 43 episodes over two seasons. He had two seasons of his own uh, sitcom. Uh, that launched, I guess, the uh, September of this one. Oh, so I guess it wouldn't have launched yet, 95 to 97. So it looks like it would have launched immediately after this. Ah, okay. So there we go. Um, and so uh, he's he's the cute doctor of this episode. Um, and he asks, how are the contractions? Oh, sorry. So this is with um, Susan and Ross and Carol. <sighs> oh, I... I, I, I I'm sure she's a lovely person. Mm-hmm. The one playing Carol is by far the third best actor, uh, third best actor in the scene. Yeah, fourth if you include the doctor. Yeah, uh, the, the writing's not great, but whereas like we, we've seen the other characters save writing that maybe wasn't fantastic. Mm-hmm. How the interactions? I love them. They're like a little party in my uterus, and it's not it's not a bad line per se. It's I. I it's not, she was somewhere between being like completely dry and sarcastic and being genuine and you couldn't really place yeah. where she wanted to go with it so ross and carol's arc for the for the main part of this episode is sorry ross and susan's for the main part of this episode is who can be the support for carol yeah do i have that right yes 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 i always get susan and carol mixed up yeah Names. and so um they they argue about how far apart their contractions are and Ross claims because he's got a he's got a Swiss watch or a, no quartz quartz and then she and says then she's Swiss got a quartz. Swiss quartz but like there's like three seconds between them I'm like one of you has a crappy watch if you're yeah. losing three seconds over that much time yep maybe that was a world before mobile phones where it really was that insecure maybe time. Yeah. yeah everybody synchronize your watches that used to be a thing yeah 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 um and so um rachel uh, they're both gonna they're gonna get ice chips and they storm out of the room to get ice chips and uh rachel comes in with ice chips it's a nice little joke <laughs> and this is where she meets dr Franzblau. um and she's no longer worried about identity theft even though this looks like it might be the same why would you go to the, i guess they could go to a different hospital mm-hmm. yeah i guess so um and so uh <laughs> we cut to monica who's uh sort of laying down Ross, uh, so Chandler and Monica are sort of laying on each other, kind of, so in, friend, in a friend way. Yeah. 
and she sees a baby and goes i want a baby and he goes not tonight i'm tired <laughs> which early in the morning which which of course if you consider the fact that this is like the first time we've paired them up in this sort of a thing yeah so so much once you've seen it dramatic irony where we're yeah, going, of course yeah. they end up together and this is season one courtney cox who's very pretty yeah very very pretty i really like her charcoal kind of dress thing she's got yeah this is a lovely dress yeah um and so they decide not my favorite outfit though no okay so they decide instead let's get coffee and she goes yeah because we never do that (laughs) good episode for channel but also good episode for one-liners there's a few other characters who get some really good ones in this yeah um joey meets apparently her name was lydia i didn't hear it get said yeah but played by leah uh ramini Mm -hmm. who would later go on to be the female lead in king of queens which was a sitcom uh, which didn't get mentioned in our uh, upcoming, it'll be next week, where we do our Media Madness Best Sitcom Ever mm. tournament, of which Friends is in the bracket. I'll say this, but Friends is up, up is in the bracket, so we can take a look at that. Um, so the deal is that Joey's a Knicks fan. He's watching the Knicks play the Celtics on basketball on the TV. Uh, in comes Lydia, and she hates the Knicks, and Joey's going to talk back to her until he looks over, and she's very pregnant. Yeah. And during their banter, they find out, Joey finds out was not a father, because uh, she goes into labor, and then he leads him the same direction all the other pregnant ladies were going to. And so Joey's thing is he's going to be linked to Lydia for yeah. most of the episode. Phoebe's playing a song for everybody, and all I've got in my notes is tune your guitar. <laughs> Uh, which is part of the Phoebe thing, but it just drives me insane. Uh, Ross pays Phoebe to stop playing uh, because her song's just about how the kids will resent you, but yeah. I'm like, it's just not the right place for her. Anyway, Monica's still really broody, which is a word in this country. Do you want to explain what broody means? Yeah, I feel like I've explained broody before on the podcast, but broody is what... In I, case someone hasn't listened to all 300 and something pieces of content no, we've put I'm out. Just, I, I just thought I had. I couldn't remember. I had a weird, weird memory of already explaining it. Um Broody is what hens do, so it comes from like farming and chickens. Um, <sighs> hens will, when they have laid eggs, um, obviously they lay eggs all year round, but when they basically want them to be chicks, they will, they get Brody over them and then keep them underneath themselves. They'll sit on them all day. They nest, they do all these things. So Broody is a term for, has been like... Um, reappropriated? That's the one. Reappropriated for women who and men to be fair but women mostly who are in mothering mode they want to have a baby they want to look after a baby they want a nest yes so um chandler tries to make a pact hey let's make a deal if if you and i are married at 40 let's say you and i get together and have one and it's a kind of a sweet sentiment maybe the first sign of a little bit of interest from chandler yeah and monica's wants to know why won't i be married at 40 <laughs> And he goes, no, I just mean hypothetically. She goes, okay, hypothetically, hypothetically why, why won't I be married at 40? Uh, he makes a joke. This, I've always thought this wasn't a good joke. Dear God, this parachute is a knapsack. And he acts like he's, you know, <laughs> jumping out of a plane. It quite impressively physically goes over the back of the The physical chair, humor in this is pretty good, yeah. but I just don't think it's a good, I think this is funnier for someone else to react to it besides the person who's mad at you. Like, it diffuses yeah. the situation, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Unlike the parachute. Rachel, come, Rachel comes well, enters the room and she's changed. She went home, obviously, and changed into a black kind of evening dress. Is this I think it's a green? It's a green dress with a black cardigan. Yeah. Oh, is it? I think it's a dark green dress. Right. Yeah. Uh, she wants to look good. It's an important day. But no, it's not my favorite outfit. Yep. Chandler asked what the deal was with Rachel and doctors. Was your father a doctor? She goes, <laughs> yes. <"Yep." laughs> and he goes, oh, um, this is a change from when we did the one um, with the Valentine, not Valentine, the one with two parts. 
Yeah, because he's like being was it two parts? Yeah, it was two parts. Someone, isn't he? Because he said that someone's trying to put you out of business, and you can't yeah. put a heart doctor out of business. No. So that's a change there. We go to the pregnancy ward, and Lydia's on the phone with her mom, and her mom's yelling at her for about being alone, and she goes, no, I'm not alone. Joey's with me, and then has to go, what's your last name? <laughs> Tribbiani, so mom wants to talk to Joey. She asks him if he's single. He says he's 25. Which was edited later down the line as well, because in the same, this episode, she's, Monica says she's 26. Okay. Whereas there is an episode where I think um, Monica turns 30, Joey's already 31. Oh, Which interesting. So they, they they play flip flop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on though, because that's not done in that's not that episode's not done sequentially though. So how do we know which one's which? Was Joey the first one to turn thirty? Maybe Joey's the first one to turn thirty in that episode because it's, it's it's a glorified it's a fake clip show. I'll have a look. I think Joey's the first one to turn old, to turn thirty. I yeah. think. Um. So then you'd be right. Yeah. Or your your, your research would be right. Um. Where are we at here? So he goes. Yeah, I'm single. I'm twenty five. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm an actor. At which point, mom has clearly hung up the phone. Hung up the phone. He was so proud of himself. Bless him. Uh, Joey tries to ask about the father, and she snaps. So she tells him to leave. He goes and leaves. But then Joey comes back in and says, you know, what's wrong with the Celtics? And they argue and bicker. But it's his way of being that he's fluffing pillows for her as they argue about basketball, which is really nice. Yeah. We smash cut to um, Carol's trying to, you know, have a baby. And they're trying to get her to breathe according to their watches. And again, it's, I don't know if it's the writing. I don't know if it's the direction. I think more likely it's the acting. Mm. But she goes, you're going to kill me. Um, Carol then throws both of them out of the room. This is where I've gotten my notes. Carol's by far the weakest of the three actors. Yeah. Uh, back to Joey and Leah Ramini's water has broken. Yes. He's never heard of this before. No. No. Did you recognize her nurse? No, not in a bit. Is this Estelle? That's Estelle. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. who, where's my short list of people who it could be from yeah. the same universe? Ross and Susan are fighting in the corridor, the world's smallest hospital hallway ever. Yeah. Like, hospitals are notorious for low ceilings yeah. and very wide corridors. Yeah. But she goes, Carol, I never used to fight before you came along. And she Susan was possible. Carol didn't do a lot of things before I came along. Potentially the best joke in the episode. It's, it's, it's on my shortlist. Very list. funny. It's on my shortlist. Uh, Phoebe interrupts them and says, "Like people are being born, they're becoming into the world here. You don't." You, so she makes them go into a storage room, and uh, they does the thing. And then they go with a bit where Ross is like a like like a little boy where he folds his arm and goes, "Yeah, Susan." I don't like it when they when they treat <sighs> Ross like this. It actively annoys me. No. And it turns out the door is locked. I don't understand why you shut the door. I don't understand for one moment why you shut the door. I don't understand why the door was open to begin with, but I definitely understand why you shut it. Yeah. Uh, she goes, you want to hear something ironic? And the only thing ironic about this is, yes, you wouldn't expect that you would have shut the door on yourself. I don't know <laughs> if it's really irony besides, no. it's more like I'm stupid. Yeah. Back to Joey. He's doing fan che- This is This is not strong, really. The problem is, the minute you introduce Susan and Carol, mm-hmm. you've got... And you decide for some reason we're going to split them all up into twos. Yeah. Some of them even like, sometimes at times there's five stories going on in this in this it's episode. It's a very busy episode. Because at, at certain points, you've got Rachel and the doctor, the cute yep. doctor. You've got Ross and Phoebe and Susan. Susan. You've got Carol uh, having a baby. Carol having a baby. You've got Chandler and Monica. Joey and Lydia. Joey and Lydia. She's got five different stories yeah. going on. So when that, as a result, then you have to really wrap these up quickly or there's not time to develop proper scenes. No. So Joey's now just doing cheers. 
Like he's at a basketball game. Push yeah. it out. Push it out. Way out. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. Oh, I didn't. He starts with like by just encouraging her to push, and then obviously yeah. just goes into something else. That's, that's sweet. Like he's he's doing what he knows, and yeah. that they're bought, but I okay, I shouldn't care for it. Uh, back to the closet. Phoebe's writing songs about finding bodies the very next day. <laughs> uh, back to Monica. Uh, she's speaking to her mum, uh, trying to cover for why, why Ross isn't around. And I guess um, the mom has said, this might be my only chance. What do you mean this might be your only chance? I'm only 26. I'm not even thinking about babies yet. And then a woman walks by with a newborn and Monica pretty much collapses. Monica cries, channel comes to, he comes up with this idea, he goes, in the the, the mouthpiece of the phone to simulate the line's been cut off and then hangs up and he consoles her. Yeah. And he's really really, really really nice about it. He goes, this is something you really, really want. It's not going to happen today. Come here. I will give you a hug. Yeah. Without words. Yeah. And so Matthew Perry is a great comedic actor, but I think to be a great comedic actor, you have to be a great actor. You have to understand timing and emotion. And Matthew Perry can do... One of the great tragedies, I think, is that Matthew Perry never became a proper film star. Yeah. Because I don't think people knew how to write for him in a way that wasn't... To keep him funny, but not make him Chandler. Yeah. And that's that's really difficult. But I think maybe what they should have done is gone for more of a... Tried to go for less romantic comedies because that's too close to friends. Yeah, absolutely. Charlotte's reading his um, book at the moment. Oh, I really want to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when she's done with it, I'll see if you can borrow it. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. The forward is by Lisa Kudrow. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I I really wanted it to, out of all of them, I would have thought Matthew Perry would have have been the, the breakout star. They all had their crack. At yeah. it. Um, Courtney Cox scream. She did a Jennifer Aniston in the end wins, mm-hmm. but they all had. Yeah, every one of them's had a chance of being a major film star, and it's amazing how it only really happens for Aniston, and even that's a little bit later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Monica, I said already. Joey enters as they're hugging. He goes, "Where have you been?" He goes, "Oh, I just had a baby." Which <laughs> is really quite funny. Back to Rachel. She's flirting with the doctor. He asks, can I ask what your situation is? She goes, he goes, are you attached? She goes, no, I'm not attached. Are you attached? She goes, no, I can't get a woman to date me. And she goes, yeah, it must be really hard being a cute doctor. And he goes, well, it's hard when you do. Spend the time where what I spend I do. the time. <laughs> and she kind of looks at me and goes, well, when you spend time where I spend. And he struggles. goes, let me ask you what you do. And at this point, they're, they're pouring themselves cups of hospital coffee. And the yeah. flirting is strong. Because I'm a waitress. And she goes, well, let me ask you a question then. Aren't there times when you come home at the end of the day and think, if I see one more <laughs> cup of coffee. And she drink, stops drinking, puts the coffee down. He walks away. She takes off her earrings. And that's the end of their little arc. And you know what? It's, it's well done. I don't mind theirs. No, I like it. And it's a great... If you think about what a creative way that is to say what he's saying... Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. It's really funny. Yeah um so there we go um so joey then goes to lydia um with some balloons he's gone to the gift shop and it turns out he overhears uh there's this guy wearing this ridiculous jumper in there (laughs) um they don't look like they belong together as a couple he looks like he's from a gap ad yeah and she's kind of tough tough brooklyn but very pretty oh yeah very pretty lady um so it turns out her mom called um lydia's mom called the guy yeah she asks, did you hear this one the Nick game? He goes, yeah, the Knicks won the game by 10. The Knicks suck. Okay, let's also consider, just because they're a couple, it doesn't mean they both have to be Celtics fans. <laughs> that's a Boston team in, in New York. Yeah. Let alone the fact that Leah Armini sounds like she's from Brooklyn or Queens or something <laughs> like that. But she goes, ah, they're not so bad. And it's this lovely moment, and Joey sort of puts the one, it's a bunch of little balloons inside a big balloon. Yeah. 
pins that to the door, and then he has this like balloon buddy who he grabs the hand and walks, and walks away. away with it. It's, it's so one. Sweet. It's wonderfully sweet. The yeah. audience buys in. It's this lovely organic moment. I think it's great. Um, back to the closet. Ross freaks out on Susan because she's ruined everything. He goes, and when it's all over, you get to go home with the baby. He goes, there's Father's Day, there's Mother's Day. Oh, sorry, she goes, hang on, people know who you are. There's Father's Day, there's a Mother's Day, there's no lesbian lover day. She goes, every day is lesbian <laughs> lover day. Another joke I'd like to submit for the short list of the best jokes <laughs> in the episode. And then Phoebe goes, this is great. And they kind of look at her because they're mid-fight. Yeah. And she goes, explains her own situation where she didn't really have a family. But this baby has three adults, two of whom can't stop arguing about who gets to love it more and thinks yep. the baby's the luckiest baby in the world and then says, okay, go back to your fighting. Yeah. And this is Phoebe's real point in this episode. This is where Phoebe shines is where she like interrupts things and then gives her own take on it and then kind of lets it go back to normal. But she's had enough of an impact that it. The problem is that they gave her, in order to like maintain the fact she's here to, to get to, to have her yeah, for this yeah. part, they just give her such crap the rest of the way. Um, so we go back to Susan and everybody except for Ross, Carol, and Phoebe are in the room. Yeah. Ross, Susan, yeah. and Phoebe are yes. in the room. And she's kind of going, oh, where are they here yet? And Joey starts nailing, like, pregnancy, like, benchmark <laughs> sort of childbirth sort of moments. He's an expert. And Chandler's like, I'm really worried about you. Susan grabs Chandler by the shirt and when she releases him, he goes, anybody see a nipple? I don't think we've mentioned Chandler's third nipple at this point in the show. No, but interestingly, she grabs him in the middle of his shirt. Which is where his nubbin, I believe, is. Yeah, not yeah. either side where a typical nipple would be. So I don't know if they decided to use that as inspiration or what the deal was. But it's time to push back to the closet. Phoebe, for some reason, I guess because he's going to go up into a vent, has gotten changed yeah, into a them. spare. Um, there's a uh, coveralls. Yeah for ben i'm hospital worker ben um so they boost her up into the vent and they ask her what she sees well susan it appears to be a dark vent <laughs> upon further inspection yes it is indeed a dark, a dark vent but a hospital worker comes in and frees everyone to which point phoebe's legs are left dangling there and he shouts after them hey wait a minute you forgot your legs Oh, it's a. This is an episode of some highs and some lows yeah. of the jokes. This sucked. Yep. This yeah. sucked. I expected this to like be someone as well, uh, like, I, but he's obviously not. He's just no. Yeah, he's probably a member of the crew who they gave a spot to that night or something like that. I don't yeah. Know. Back to Susan. The nurse kicks everyone out there who's not an ex-husband or a lesbian life partner. Ross gets right in there and does play-by-play of the baby being born, which actually is, I thought about this, because I was like, eh. They're like, this is really clever because we have no other, it's got to be the doctor or you can have Ross. Yeah. But this is how you shoot babies being born on TV. But but Schwimmer, something as basic of a baby's being born. There's a moment. He does that so well. There's a moment, and I believe the character has had this moment of realization Five minutes ago, it wasn't the case, but the switch has been flipped. I am now a father. Yeah, absolutely. I am now a father. My, I, this is my world is forever changed, and he does it just strictly through this delivery. And then this is just this nonverbal uh, facial sort of acting he does. Yeah. Um, when they don't give him this petty 
stuff to do or the loser stuff to do or the this is why i didn't like ross in season like when the show first started because they just make him the wimpy angry guy yeah i hate it when they go back to that but schwimmer is so much, much better capable. than yeah. this yeah yeah he's apparently also a very good baker oh, oh he's, he's on celebrity bake-off here yeah i did I, yeah. yeah i knew that I apparently he's very good it. um and so um Schwimmer sells the moment, and then Phoebe chips in from the vent. Another great kind of James Burroughs touch. That's a very James Burroughs touch. You forget yeah. she's in the vent, and now she's gotten up, I guess, yeah. moved over to the room. Doesn't matter. You forgot she was in the vent. Yeah. And Burroughs goes, now's the time. Yeah. So I love me a James Burroughs episode. A little later, we, we, we cut to this, and, the, and now it's just the three of them, no longer fighting, Ross, Carol, Susan. And they go, we haven't named him yet. And Ross says, hey, what about Ben? And they all agree. And I think it's important that Ross suggests the name. Yeah. Because he gets to win one. Uh, and they claim, that's what we were off doing. Now, if I'm Susan, Carol, I'm probably going, okay, priorities, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but the gang comes in. Ross introduces them. They go, everybody's here. I just want to point out, five of Ross's friends showed up. Yeah. Carol and Susan don't have one person between them who shows up for this. <laughs> Not even, like, they've got their families. A parent. Not, not, but not even their families yeah what about their like gay friends because they you know the, the idea being that you're probably part of a community yeah right especially at this time where yeah. you would need support none of them show up <laughs> what is going on maybe they just show up a bit later oh they, they, they knew it was gonna be busy. maybe they didn't score high enough on the tests so they can do it but they haven't received hospital visit scores yet <laughs> maybe that's part of a deal maybe yeah that's a throwback, folks, to an, a different episode. Uh, I wish I could tell you which one it was, but I don't remember. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> a good one. It was a lot of books about being a lesbian. <laughs> you have to take a class. <laughs> Otherwise, they don't let you do it. Um, where are we at here? So uh, the gang come in. Ross introduces them. Uh, Rachel can't believe that one of them has one of these. And Chandler says, I still am one of these to which point i was like yeah there's a reason why i identified so hard with chandler yeah i was i was a young man emotionally mentally whatever for a very long time yeah yeah probably till about probably until i had some like, proper trauma in my life i yeah. guess so yeah yeah because you're carefree you haven't known I mean, re- I said real pain. Like, I lost my father when I was young, but not, like, as an adult. Yeah. 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 This, I mean, the stereotype is that men are younger, longer. Yep. Emotionally. That is just the, what the stereotype But I went to high school with some, bo- some boys who were men. They were yeah. men at 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't either. Monica then is, has been. In, I tell you what, she does a really good job of that moment when the baby's put in her arms as well. Yeah, it's really lovely. It is really good. And she goes, I'm your Aunt Monica. I, to the word I, I will always have gum. And I don't think that was a throwback. It's just an no. aunt's role, I guess. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's something about cool Aunt Monica from a previous episode. I don't remember. And we go to the coda, and it's a strange coda, but I don't know what else you'd do. I guess they want to end it on a sweet moment. Yeah. So it's but a shot. weird, though. It's from Ben's perspective yeah. in a crib, and Ross is explaining how sometimes he'll leave. It was like Sesame Street, near far. But then I'll come back. Yeah. And so he comes back in the frame. And then sometimes I'll be away for longer. But I'll come back like this. <laughs> Matthew Perry comes in from our left and goes, and sometimes I want you to steal third, where I'll go like this and give some signs like he's a baseball player. <laughs> and everybody comes in and they go, well, he doesn't do much, do they? And they go, okay. So he goes, oh, look, he's closing his eyes. 
and the and the screen goes dark. <laughs> and then you hear Phoebe go, oh, look, he's opening his eyes again. <laughs> and the eyes open. And they go to get coffee, everybody except for Ross, and they all come back. I was really surprised by how quickly Monica gets bored. Yeah, I think yeah. she's one of the first that pops back in, though. Um, and then they all make silly faces, and we're, we're hearing, you know, go, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, like, a, like a, mobile. a mobile. Yeah. Not a mobile phone, but, like, a baby's mobile. A baby mobile. And um, then I think it's Phoebe goes, oh, look, he's closing his eyes again. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And that's it. So uh, that is the episode uh, that <laughs> uh, was called The One With The Birth. So I guess it's just time for our usual water cooler discussion here. Yeah. I will try and get a sound effect for that at some point. Bloop, 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 bloop. There you go. Oh, I didn't even write down the one about the poker. Oh, I'm so failing at this. The I found the only interesting thing, and it's not really interesting, it's only fate, but the two three of the names that are mentioned when they're discussing names for Jordy. Ben. Yeah. Uh Jason? Yeah. I forget the next one. None of them are the ones that I was that are, oh, okay. They 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 list off a they list off Cody, Dylan and Julian. Um <sighs> Dylan being prevalent, Dylan obviously Sprouse. Dylan Sprouse is one of the ones yep. that they play. Cole Sprouse plays Cody in Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Cody. Oh, okay. Um and they shared Cole and Dylan Sprouse in ninety nine share the role of Julian in Big Daddy. Yeah, oh that's interesting. Yeah. So just a little bit of a little bit of just a little bit of Hollywood play. convenience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the birth area. So uh what's changed for our friends? Well this one's a pretty easy one. Okay. Ross is now Ross is now a father. Yeah. Um Bebe. and to a degree it's kind of the last bullet point on the relationship romantically with Carol. That's it. That's that done. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, fair enough. Uh, Monica's now an aunt and is broody. Uh, some people said that Chandler found his voice in this episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Phoebe is just Phoebe. Joey has, a mo- it doesn't change him. But he has a lovely moment. He's a lovely moment. And um, oh, I still struggle with Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't mind. I it's a like funny, it's a funny arc, episode. But it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, do I have the uh, friend? Lo- oh, here's my friend's love list. So I think we have to put in on Rachel's. I think we do we count this as a boyfriend? It's a romantic. And do it's we count this? It's a romantic this? endeavor, but it's not. They never actually get together. So what's they the verdict? They does, don't go on a date. I'll, I'll make this is your. I'll make this your domain. Uh, so does this count on our list? Because the firemen, we assume they go on the date. Yeah. When they burn stuff, but they obviously don't go through the. They don't leave the hospital together. No, no, so this is 100% contained, so does it count? No. Okay, fair enough. So there we go. So outside of that, there's no one else who's really uh, romantically paired up in this episode. No. So whose story is it? It's kind of got to be Ross's, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be Ross's story. So as Ross said, it was Rachel last week, I said. I'm just going to write down mine as I remember. Uh, MVP of the episode. MVP of the episode. It's tricky because Ross is brilliant in towards the end, but then he's got those stupid moments where he's at the beginning where he's fighting with Susan, and I hate it. And that I think I don't know which overrides which. To be quite honest, it just it kind of mutes it out a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to go for consistency and say Chandler myself. I think Chandler was consistently funny. He was a supporting was player. Really, yeah, no, he was really lovely with Monica. But he's yeah. lovely with Monica. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and he's funny. There's the one bad joke about the backpack. I can forgive that. I didn't hate that one, so... Um, so, are you going Chandler as well? Yeah. Okay, Chandler. Excellent. Um, funniest moment, funniest line. I'm going to give mine to every day is lesbian life partner day. So, mine is Ross. Um, <laughs> mine's Susan. There's a lot of things that Carol Susan didn't do before do, I go. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That is, hey, well, that is a good one I'm trying to go with. Uh, 
I'm gonna go with Ross, but still, it's 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 close. Yeah. I almost I almost went with Susan for my MVP. I don't know if that breaks the rules or not. I don't know. Have we done it before? No, we haven't done it before. But I was sitting there going, "She's really good." She's in this. really good at this episode. In a way that I, I to be honest, I think I said it before. I never like I didn't write Janice, and we've been very, I think, effusive about how good Maggie Wheeler's been. Yeah. As we rewatch it, I hated Carol. Yeah. Yeah. I really Susan? liked. I really Susan. Liked Susan. I hated Susan. No, you like Susan. You hate Carol. Susan is the one who spends the episode fighting with Ross. Susan, yeah, I hated Susan previously. Previously, oh. I hated. I currently present tense. <laughs> um, no, but uh, and yet the more we do, the more of it. I think she carries so much of who those two actors are as as a couple. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I don't even know uh, the woman's name. She had a, she had a guest spot on Seinfeld as well, like 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 a lot of people did. Yeah, before they were on the Friends. So there we are. Um, who is who looked the best? You haven't told us who your best looking <laughs> friend was. This I'm going for Monica. I thought Monica looked great throughout. She does look great throughout, but I really really like Susan's outfit when she takes the coat off. Susan, yeah, she's got this little white top um, underneath um, some like blue floral. <laughs> Um, like dungaree type jumpsuit thing. It's really nice. Okay, now it's time for who was the best friend who wasn't one of the main six. So we've said new friend, but we mean not main friend. Who are you glad to see here? So the options are we have Dr. Franz Blau. Yeah, I know. We have Lydia. Yep. We have the nurse. Yep. We have Carol and Susan. It's difficult because I really like Lydia. I think she's brilliant, but Susan's brilliant as well, but Susan's in lots. So I think I have to give it to Lydia. Go on, Lydia. I am going Susan in this one. I'm glad I have a spot for her here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, a, a one episode deal for Leah Romini is Lydia. Really memorable. Brilliant, a great yeah. little Think about how much screen time she might get. Three and a half minutes. Yeah. Like it's not but much. She does a brilliant job. She's great. It. Yeah. She's fantastic in it. Uh, you almost wonder if there's a way they could have, if they wanted to par- partner Joey up, they could have done. Could there have been a way where she comes back in like season nine? That would have been brilliant. Yeah. And kind of like David. Yeah. Here's a friend you forgot about. And we're going to bring her back as like an end game for Joey because they had such chemistry. Yeah. Maybe. I'd be very curious. Oh, shoot. Because sh- she can't go on the list either. Because they have an emotional connection, but yeah, it's not no, romantic. It's not a romantic thing. But I'm going to argue maybe the. F- I'd be very curious looking forward. Is this the best chemistry that Matt LeBlanc has with with, with, with this kind of love interest the whole yeah. run? Yeah. He doesn't have it with Jennifer Aniston. No. Yeah, I'd be interested. Look, 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 look. I'm trying is, to think of some yeah. of the big ones. Like he he has the one with uh, oh, what's her name? Who is the supermodel? I can't remember. Oh, is it Julie? I think it's Julene. It's something Ean. Kath- yeah. Kathleen. No, don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. So there is that. Was there anything? Uh, this is the hottest friend. We talked about outfits. We've done all that stuff. Anything that fell flat? Uh, the chunky joke. Yeah. That doesn't the work. The car bumper sticker joke. Yeah, you don't make that anymore. No, I, I talked about the knapsack and I talked about, though, you forgot your legs. Yep. But as far as jokes per minute. It, this was a busy, busy better, episode. Yeah. Better. It's still feeling very, it's still feeling sitcom-y. Yep. It's still feeling sitcom-y in a way that Friends it's, becomes more sophisticated than this. Yeah, but this felt more like an episode of Cheers than than a bad sitcom this felt better. more like an episode of cheers you said yeah not friends cheers it's still it was a friends episode that felt more 
like, there's episodes of Friends that aren't very good. Yeah. There's episodes of Friends that are very, very sitcom heavy. And then there's episodes of Friends that you can see were di- yeah. definitely directed by James Burroughs. And this s- is one of those. Okay, well, one of my tropes I dislike in sitcoms is the birth episode. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a fairly common trope in It gets things. me every time. Does it really? Yeah. Uh, that being said, as far as birth episodes go, this one's pretty good. This one's pretty good. So uh, anything that showed this was definitely the 90s. The fact that they couldn't contact someone when they got stuck in a cupboard. Yeah. You couldn't just like message Text someone. someone and be like, Can you hospitals, hospitals do knock out a lot of the signals. Do they? Yep. Oh. Because of all the machines and stuff, they need... Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, anything else that showed this was the 90s? Uh, I guess like that, like bad, like filter coffee with those little cups, rather than like yeah. you probably have like a, like an ice machine, machine now. Yeah. The ice chips myth: you can't drink anything because you only have ice chips. Is that is that an old thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they sure. basically like when you're giving birth, you can basically do what you want now. Oh, really? Like as long as it's Chicken not unhealthy. Yeah. Oh, shut up! Really? I was just having a joke. No, like the basic the emphasis now is, is on keep mum keep mum comfy. Okay. Keep her calm because yeah. things happen worse when. When they're freaked out and they're when hungry and they're people, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so there we go. Uh, I'm sure this is how this was the 90s. Uh, payphones, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, talking about on a payphone. Uh, pitch an alternate title for this. The one with the birth. The one with hospital worker Ben. The one, yeah, the one with Ben, yeah. Uh, the one where everyone meets Ben, although that might give it away. Uh, <laughs> the one with Lesbian Life Partner Day. The one on Lesbian Life Partner Day. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the one with the ice chips, like there's little bits that you can pick up. The one with the Knicks suck. Yep. Yeah. The one where Joey is a baby. Yeah. That could have been fun, actually. Yeah. Um. So uh, no, that's about it. The critics. I don't have any critics this week. I do have ratings. So IMDb, the users of that, gives it an eight point six, and I think that's that most people are suckers for um, a, birth a birth episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, actually, not that much, I mean, it changes for Ross. He's a father. But in the grand scheme of things, Friends was very good about because he's because he separated, divorced. Yep. You only need the baby when you when, when you, you want to have baby. the baby. Yeah. Unlike Marcel, we're like, who's watching Marcel? We know who's watching we know who's Ben. Watching Ben. Yeah. yeah. Um, twenty eight point seven million viewers, which is down from I think the previous uh, we talked about how the one with two parts was around thirty point six million. I want to say. Yeah. But keep in mind, the pilot was twenty one point five. So still doing well. Oh, like yeah, ridiculously. Yeah, yeah. And the lowest it went down to was like 18.5 or 17.4 or something like uh, that. Okay. So the fact that it's 28.7 on, on, on an off week. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So now all that's left to do is give our ratings. Our ratings. Where are you going with this? Uh, I'm with the people. Eight and a half. Eight and a half? Yeah, I like this one. Okay, I'm not as strong as you. Uh, my highest so far is eight and a half, and that's the one with the monkey. That's the David episode. To be fair, I think my highest is eight and a half, but this is yeah, it is. Uh, this is this is equal with. You've given it three times. <laughs> a, a, a lot of the Friends episodes, are, they're all around the same ballpark. To be fair, you gave it to the one with the Candy Hearts, which is a great Janice episode. Yeah, it has that great speech. The one with two parts, and I really like the second part of the one with two yep. parts. I do. Uh, I'm just a little bit behind you on both of those. Uh, the one with the birth, I'm trying to look around. Uh, hmm. I think I like I like fun scenes more than just one liners. Mm-hmm. And this was more an episode of one liners. Uh, I'm going to go seven and a half. It's better than the early episodes of, of like the East Laundry, the laundry detergent and the blackout. 
but it's not as good as like the, the New Year's episode. It's not as good as Janice's episode. Uh, but I do. If I could do seven point seven five, I would. It's sort of between those two yeah. sort of elements for me. But I'll go seven and a half. It's only because you said we couldn't that we can't go seven point seven five. Well, I think it's because you go silly and go like nine point one two forty four five. I don't know why that's not allowed. <laughs> it's a more accurate rating. I like system. the fact that it forces us to do a bit of comparison shopping and go. What did I give such and such? I give this. Okay, but this is more like a blank. So. 8.724. There we go. So that is uh, this as far as this goes. Uh, let's take a look, though, because all we're going to do now is talk about what we're doing next time on the episode, next time on Friends of the Podcast. Quite simple. We In the penultimate episode of season one, we got we you, you can't not do the finale. Oh, that's what I was going to say. It was This was originally planned to be the finale episode for oh, season one. good call switching. And the, but they switched it because James Burroughs was like, people care more about Ross and Rachel than they care about the baby. Yeah, 100%. Right. I'm trying to figure out how that would work because it's quite clearly... It was probably in the writing stages still. But. Yeah, it must have been. Because Ross gets on a plane, if memory serves, at the end of the next episode. Yeah. Which is uh, the one where Rachel finds out. Yeah. So all season long, Ross has been holding it. It says right there what it does in the tin, the one where Rachel finds out. Yeah. Uh, a massive, massive moment. I'm trying to think. He comes back at the end of that episode, but the start of season two is right after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this may, be, this may be one of those that was in the writing stages. You, you, you're right there. So, uh, overall, though, good time had. Yeah. Good time had. I like yeah. This See, this is the thing. This one probably would have been more like an 8.63, not just an 8.5. But <sighs> if we could find a way to get together. If we could find a way to get Susan without Carol more. I'd be well up for that. Because <laughs> I think you don't see them much after about season three no, or four. They disappear a bit. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk. Well, we'll talk about the one where Rachel finds out next time around, which won't be won't be the interview episode. But I'm going to start. We'll just we'll just keep reminding people. All right. So let's <laughs> let's put a bow on it because sometimes we're going to go away like this, <laughs> but we'll always come back. Like this. <laughs> so, for Friends of the Podcast, a BFE Friends retrospective, I've been here. And I've been Georgia. And until next time, we are on a break. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop.